hey, that's a real problem. It is. You don't want, how are you going to get chip dust out of your toggle button or, or like your keyboard? Yeah. Even? Did Come you say on. lick? No. Mm-hmm. I said, or like your keyboard. Oh, I think said lick you can your lick keyboard. your keyboard. No, it's no, probably no. the most sanitary thing you can do is lick a keyboard. I would rather lick a toilet seat. I'd like somebody else's keyboard. Then, <laughs> yeah, disgusting. Mm. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. Welcome to another episode of A Beer with Atlas. I'm Rich. I'm Brian. I'm Dolan. Uh, I've got a beer from Seattle this week. Uh, Porter. I know it's not a. It's not a. It's not a stout. No, right? like you wanted. They can't all be stouts. They can't. No, no. but uh, it's a porter, and I picked this one just because of the label. It's called Nine Pound Porter, and around the label, there's a dude holding a hammer. That's a yeah. That's a big hammer. It's like a little mini sledge. A little sledge, and it just says, "We like beer. Suck it." Oh, <laughs> just like that. What the also hammer? aggressive? Yeah, yeah. very aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theme, I guess, the last couple of weeks. Well, it's, it's aggressive February. How's that? We like go. that, yeah. Well, that will be how we have to... Uh, is this the one that's in the Georgetown area? It is in the Georgetown okay. area, yes. Actually, Georgetown Brewing, located at 5200 Denver Ave South, Ooh. Seattle, Washington. This pours thick. It does. So, was... Georgetown, Denver, Seattle. Yeah, it's well, it. sort of like East Coast, <laughs> middle of the country, West yeah. Coast, all in one. But not uh, in D.C. Not in D.C., no. Okay. Okay. As the name you would think. Uh, open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7. Sunday, 10 to 5. Mm, that's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, I, 10 o'clock? That's 10 a.m. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I look for that in a brewery. For those of us that, and especially if you're on vacation, uh-huh. and you can find a brewery that's open and has food. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. The best. <laughs> the one that's open and has breakfast? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Money. There's, I've ha- I found that like twice in my life. Yeah. And one of them was in like Durango. Colorado. Oh, nice! And it was amazing. Hmm. It was so good. Huh. Well, it's a. Uh, I, I guess I don't. I, I. I don't know why it says "suck it" on there. Why are there? Why they I are don't so have a straw. Ag- aggressive. Well, it also says, "Please refrigerate it." Warm beer sucks. Ooh, that's Which good. is interesting because it's a good. porter, right? That's very roasty. That's just a good roasty porter. There's mm-hmm. a little bitterness mm-hmm. on the end there too. Just yeah. a little bit, not much. Here's Ooh. what I, I wrote down: malts, mm-hmm. chocolate. Munich roasted barley. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that all day. Look at that in there. Now that it's sad, it's real. Ooh, that looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Summit and Chinook hops. I guess you'd expect Chinook from being up in that area. Sure. 6.5%. So we're like in the IPA range. Yeah. Which is pretty decent for a porter. Usually yeah. you're in the 45 to 5.5 range. So a little stronger uh, than what you'd normally get. Which I think is a misconception among some novice beer drinkers, mm-hmm. right? The, the darker the beer, the higher ABV, maybe. Yeah. Not, not necessarily a, not the Not always the case. No. It's more about how thick with C's it is. That's, <laughs> that uh, gives you more of an indication on the ABV, usually. Yes. Versus thick. the color. Mm. Oh, well, let's see. Here's what I did. I did a little, you know, snooping on their website. Mm-hmm. And I had to check out the merch. 
They got a merch hey, store. Of I want to see it. Yeah. And I always like to write down stuff that, that I haven't seen before. Uh, they had some scarves there, like soccer-style scarves, or the ones that the kids wore uh, when they played Quidditch and Harry Potter. Ooh, okay. Those long ones. With, yeah. You know, the strings on the bottom. They look like MLS scarves, if, are if you know what that is. Very popular right yes. now. Uh, they had dog collars. For dogs? Uh-huh. Okay. For dogs. Well, or whatever. Or people, whatever. That was a Valentine's Day last week, I think. Sure. But, yeah. uh, tap handles. 15 bucks. That's it? Yeah. That's cheap. Very cheap for tap handles. I'd walk away with one of those. Um, here's some of the beers I found. Um, they're all named after people, from what I could tell, for the most part. They're, they're like uh, flagship beers. Okay. Manny's Pale Ale. Co-founder. Lucille. Don't know. IPA. Mm-hmm. Here's one that a name that you'll know, Johnny Utah. Johnny Utah. Pale Ale. She wrote that down. Uh, and Rogers Pilsner. Yep. Did you write down Bob Hezafa? Bodies Alpha IPA? The, the Bodies yeah. Alpha? Yes. Yeah, that one? Yes. Both named after uh, Point Break. There you go. Actually wrote that piece down. I, uh, I like, there's a song that's very close to that name uh, by Steely Dan. Oh. So that's what piqued my interest. Interesting. And then they had a nine pound porter shirt, has the logo, says suck it right across the top. <laughs> um, they make a barrel aged version of this beer, which I would be very interested in. Mm. It's called the 18 pound oh. porter. It's 13 and a half percent. So more than double. Um, so the suck it twice, I guess. I don't really know. suck it. <laughs> uh, it's in Heaven Hills barrels. It's uh, Westland Distillery. That the brewery, you can go there. You can buy bottles from 2020. Um, 2021, it's only on tap. Huh. And I think if, if I'm reading my notes right, it's like 14 bucks for a bottle. It's not bad. No. That's really good. Yeah. So, and then they had a peated barrel version as well. Mm. So, I'm not a generally smokier. Yeah, I'm not a fan if it says peat. Yeah. I P mean, E E. T is that P E A T P E A T. Usually you'll usually you'll only see that with porters. I've never really seen a stout. What does it mean? It's like a, it's just a different style. Scotch. It's, it's like, like a yeah. Yeah. I mean, oh. peat is a like a moss thing, and mm-hmm. like in Ireland and Scotland, they use it a lot of times to like as firewood. Oh. It kind of grows, and they just cut it like hay bales, and then you burn it up. But it has like a smoky flavor, and you'll yeah. only usually mm. see it in Scotch ales or, or porters. You don't right. see it really anywhere okay. else. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I found they really like IPAs at this place. Yeah. They had seven hoppy beers on tap. And then some of the other things they had a French lager. I don't know what that means. A French lager. But they had one. They had a ginger beer on tap. They had a coffee ale. They have this series called Sea of Life, which is a golden ale. Uh, so like a wild, like Saison, it has bread, bread of Interesting. Uh, and it has wheat, like flaked wheat. Okay. So kind of creamy-ish. Um, and then they had a Flanders Forever, which is a red sour style. I love a good Flanders. They had blackberry and cherry versions of mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Not Ned Flanders. Just to oh, be clear. Stupid, sexy <laughs> Flanders. <laughs> stupid, sexy Flanders. <laughs> mm. That beer is good. It is. So that's what I that's what I found mm. about them. So this brewery's been around for a while. They it started, looks like it. They started making beer in two thousand and two at the old Rainier Brewing Site, 
Yeah. That was kind of interesting. I have had Rainier before, have you? No. I had one year, um, I went on a beercation. Okay. And we went to um, Yellowstone. Oh, nice. And it was in like April. So the roads had just opened to get into the park. Okay. You know? And uh, we stayed at the lodge right there by uh, whatever that that spring is old faithful oh nice we stayed there lodge right there yeah it's like over 100 and something years old wow and we stayed there and uh they had like bars kind of on the it's like a big square building okay and the lobby area is open all the way up to the ceiling so when you're on the second floor the third floor it's just like a like a balcony all the way around the rooms nice so if you're on the floor, you're on the third floor, it's open to the whole area. So mm-hmm. you can see the fireplace and all that stuff. But in the corners of the second and third floor, they had like beer carts set up or like little bars. And then they had chairs and stuff set up. So you could just kind of sit and lounge around the lodge hmm. and see the sights and see the people. And it was awesome. Yeah. But the logger that they had was Rainier. Hmm. And I had a couple of them there. That's the only time I've ever seen them. And it was really good. Interesting. It was a lot like an Olympia, if you've ever had that. Is it still around? Like The Lodge? It, yeah. No, no, no. no. The, the, the beer? Rainier. I don't know if they make it anymore yeah. or not. Hmm. Interesting. I'd be I, interesting if the Lodge is still around, too. It is to definitely still around. Huh. It would be a great... I mean, it was awesome. It was under... They were redoing the fireplace when I was there. Okay. Because it was like natural slate, but it was also like, you know, 50 feet tall. Right. And it was 100 years old. So they were like kind of fixing it to make sure nothing happened mm. so i didn't get to see it but from the pictures i've seen since then amazing it's going and just a great place to stay if you're ever in yellowstone hmm. check it out if you're the room was tiny like super tiny like half the size of this like the table this is the size of the hotel room wow and i had a bed but it was you know 100 years old right uh and it was so cold all the beer i had i had to bring it in from the car to right. the room yeah so I had, it took me three trips on the, the <laughs> luggage carts and the guy that was trying to help me, it was snowing. And the, the guy was like, you got a lot of beer. I'm like, Dude, this is, yeah, this is the whole point of the trip. I right. bought all this beer. So I had lug it in there so it wouldn't freeze in the car. Yeah. And then we had to leave our trip early because three of the four routes out of Yellowstone snowed shut. And we had to go up through Montana and Billings to come back because everything was, we had a blizzard. Oh. And uh, we got, we would have been stuck there if we didn't run for it. Well. And we did. I mean, you had enough beer to last. So you could have. We could have. Had we chose to. <laughs> right. But then I wouldn't have had none to bring back. Oh. And that was the whole point of the trip. Gotcha. Mm. So yeah, that's my Rainier hmm. beer story. So they, uh, after 2002, 2008, they moved to the Georgetown space. So they were only in the space for like six years. Uh, founded by Manny Chow, C-H-A-O, Chow. Okay. Okay. And Roger, not even going to try, B-I-A-L-O-U-S. By Laos. By Laos. Yeah, sure. Manny and Roger. Manny and Roger. There we go. Uh, so Chow was one of the original employees of Mac and Jack's Brewing Company. Mac and Jack's. Mac and Jack's. It's like kind that. of a, that's a fun name. Yeah. Uh, it's a fun name. Uh, Georgetown initially was started with an investment of two hundred thousand dollars. That's it. That doesn't started. seem like that much. Yeah, back two thousand two, maybe. Yeah, it might mean, have been. I don't know. I mean, I said, that wasn't that long ago. Uh, within the first year, the brewery had broke even with eighty restaurant and bar accounts. So that's good. Within the first year, usually it's like five years for a lot right. of places. Yeah. Uh, originally located in a space that once produced the uh, the Rainier beer, uh, then relocated. Like I said, to uh, I doubled up my information there. That's Did weird. you see the to Georgetown picture of the place? I did. Mm-hmm. 
It looks like a dive bar. It totally does. And that's what I wrote down. Dive bar. Two exclamation points. Yeah. And it has food. There's something very uh, appealing about that to me. I love a dive bar. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't necessarily yeah. usually see a dive bar brewery. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. They usually are the opposite. Open and, and right. light. and Or like, you know, industrial looking. Right. Uh, you don't get to see one with neon lights and like no light inside and like graffiti on the wall and that sort of thing. So... So I looked up. Do you know what nine pound, what nine pound was? Did you look this up at all? Where this came from? The name? No. Yeah, the name. Pound it's hammer. Nine pound hammer. It's named after a bar in Seattle. Oh. Seattle called Nine Pound oh. Hammer. Oh, it was like yeah, they made the beer for that place, right? for this place. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's some reviews of this place. Because as much as I'd like to go to the brewery itself, I want to go to Nine Pound Hammer. Okay. Here, located at six zero zero nine Airport Way in Seattle. Uh, Here's one of the reviews. If you like a stiff drink or a shot and a beer and playing free pool and shuffleboard, this place is for you. Yeah. I'll go there. Okay. Yep. Uh, there's music here is always good. There is lots of free pool, free peanuts, and a very comfortable atmosphere. So looks like a dive bar, but still very comfortable. I wrote down, because I saw some of that stuff, I wrote down they have nine pound chili oh. that you can get there, okay. which is made with the beer. And then they had a corn dog on the menu. Okay. I mean, that's dive bar right? Mm-hmm. Corn dog? Um, Why not? They have this, uh, something I've never seen. Egg salad sandwich. So it's egg salad uh, on a bun. You okay. eat it like a hamburger. Okay. So I like egg salad. Me too. But I don't like purchasing an egg salad. Exactly. You got to make it yourself. Exactly. Like you got to make it yourself yeah. or like somebody you know has to make it. There, it's like gas station sushi, right? It, you it's just, you it's don't a gamble. Trust Bad it. idea. Don't trust yeah. it. Just plan for a couple hours later. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And then they had salt and pepper wings. Like that's all it's on them. Just salt and pepper. Perfect. And that sounded pretty good to yeah, me. Yeah, that sounds fine. So I'm I'm down with that. A yeah. diet bar that has food yeah. sounds good to me. I almost wonder if nine pound is like the the like the sledge, like the mini sledge. It like, might be. That's what it's named it after or whatever. So how much is a mini sledge actually weigh i don't know yeah it's a nine pound nine pound is that nine right pine? no yeah. nine um you ready for this yep i did some nine pound hammer research oh interesting okay and here's what i found out nine pound hammer is a song famous oh, song it is not famous to us probably but back in the day it was okay uh the kind of the standard version mm-hmm. of it was released eight eight of 46 by a guy named Merle Travis. 19. Hey, the inventor of Travis picking. There you go. Is that yeah. a thing? Travis yeah, so picking. Travis picking is up. No. Oh, okay. So you have a pick in your hand. Yeah. Right? So you pick the guitar and like normal. Mm-hmm. But then your other three fingers, you're pick two. You're plucking the strings at Finger the same time. While regular picking. Finger picking while regular picking. And wow. that was Merle Travis's uh, trick to like everything he did. There you go. It's super hard technique to learn, and he's kind of like the the founder push. He's the guy that made it like famous. So I don't it, know if he invented it, but he was the first guy to do it. Is it bluegrassy? I would assume. Then? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it banjo yeah. or guitar or both? guitar? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the style of picking, I guess, you can apply to anything with yeah. at least you know five, six strings. But like, once you figure it out, once you figure it out, right? Man, but that'd be tough. It is tough to do this with 
your you, hand like, and then do this with yeah. your hand because you're just yeah like you, 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 just you're the strumming or picking yeah. and then picking mm-hmm. finger picking is hard enough yeah. i think that's like pat your belly and rub your yeah chew yes. gum that's Can't exactly what it no. is yep. yeah. so yeah that's the song one of his like big hit songs was called nine pound hammer okay. and it was like a standard song i guess so other people have recorded it before and since yep but his version was like the version uh the song is traced back to sharecroppers and railroad workers like building the railroad in the 1800s and then he kind of changed the lyrics uh and some of the uh instrumentation to reflect more of the area he was from which was a lot of coal mining okay so it came from a railroad song to a coal mining song but it's kind of the same um, shares I wrote down verses and or music with the song called Take This Hammer. Okay. And that song was first recorded by Al Hopkins and his Buckle Busters <laughs> on May 13th, 1927. It's like you got a fat belly or something? Maybe. Busting the buckle? Maybe. Okay. Uh, nine Pound Hammer. Also, a marijuana strain. Oh. So, don't surprise me at all. Indica, marijuana strain. Cross with Gooseberry, Hell's OG, and Jack the Ripper. <laughs> you will get sweet grape and lime flavors, and it pairs with pain and stress relief. That's what you're supposed to get from so this. So you're one. actually getting like flavors out of strains of weed. That's now? what they say. <laughs> There's a whole website on it called Leafly. <laughs> That's where I found this information. <laughs> Saved as a favorite. It's um, like the it's like the craft beer like note version uh-huh. of really marijuana. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. It's like uh, yeah, rate rate beers or whatever. Yep. There okay. you go. Uh, the THC level is seventeen to twenty one percent, and the flowers will be between fifty and sixty days with high yield. So mm. it's a, a plant that has a lot coming, similar to the blueberries we talked about earlier, the blueberry bush from last week. Last week, yeah. So. I thought that was interesting. I wrote it down mostly because of the name, but also kind of how it mirrors craft beer world. You know, it's got mm-hmm. percentages based written down. It's got names and kind of funky stuff, and it's yeah. got like flavor notes and profiles. It's almost like they took the ideas and spun it into their their world and use it there too. So interesting. I don't know if there's an untapped for that. If there is, that'd be crazy. You know, if you're like, oh, well, I've got the uh, nine pound hammer right now. Doot, 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 doot. Mm. Five leaves. Is it Boop. called like uns- unsmoked? <laughs> maybe? Or, I don't know. Unrolled? Rerolled? Mm. I don't even know. I don't know. We're That's a good here. idea, though. That so, is a good idea. You probably forget to check in a lot. That's my <laughs> guess. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, I've been on this for seven years and I've only got four check ins. What happened? I forget with beer. Like, I know. I wouldn't even imagine. <laughs> This nine-pound hammer, just a little too heavy for my size, for my size. I'm going on the mountain, gonna see my baby, but I ain't coming back, well, I ain't coming back. There's something called a nine-pound hammer crayfish fly for fly fishing. Okay. And I wrote down, this is the fly fisher's version of the Ned Rig. So it's a specific way you tie. Okay. Kind of look like, um, to me, it looked like what you'd use for ice fishing, like a, just a straight jig, but okay, whatever. That's a, a specific tie. That's what you use. That's what it's called. All right. Then I found this band called Nine Pound Hammer. Okay. And that's going to be some interest to us. 
They're a cow punk band. And I know this is a genre that maybe you don't know about. Cow punk. Punk. So it's punk rock music. Okay. With like some country um, tinges in the guitar playing. Like Mumford and Sons, maybe? Eh, more like, let's maybe like early old 97s ish. Or oh. like if you, like Green Day with a pedal steel. Well, that, that makes sense. Weird. Like okay. that sort of thing. Okay, that's weird. Or lyrics that are about like more working class stuff, like your people, truck and your stuff. dog and stuff that like sort that? of thing. Yeah. So it's like a mixture of those two kinds of music. Okay. So these guys came from Owensboro, Kentucky, and the vocalist, the singer Scott Llewellyn, and guitarist Blaine Cartwright. They, I wrote down one of the first rural. That's a tough word for me. Mm. Blue collar punk bands to inject those like westerny style guitar riffs so hmm. maybe it's some travis picking i don't know but, i need to look this up <clears throat> excuse me they have uh, a lot of the songs are about like alcoholism and like being poor and the, the small town and shutting down that okay. sort of stuff well that sounds like country right i mean right yeah or like 80s melon camp you know whatever interesting uh the band broke up in 1997 and then the guitar player went on to front this band that maybe you've heard of called nashville pussy no. What? Oh, yeah. No. They're a band that's out there, too. But they're more like a southern rock, hard rock kind of band. But they tour around here quite a bit. Interesting. And they've been around, yeah, since the 90s. Like, mm. I, I remember hearing them on The Blaze in uh, Lincoln. That okay. was our hard rock channel that we had. Hmm. Um, they have the the Nine Pound Hammer Band had 11 albums. They had some songs that were popular, like, in the early 2000s that were, somehow they got connected with, like, Cartoon Network. So a lot oh, of their songs really? were on like the shows that would have been popular then. I wrote down Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, I loved Aqua Teen. Uh, C Lab Twenty Twenty One or whatever that mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Uh, some show called Twelve Ounce Mouse, which I don't know, but don't it was on for two one. years. Squidbillies, maybe, maybe yeah. that sort of thing. But that's kind of where they were popular was from that thing. Hmm. But the other band that's still around now that sprung out of this one is one that that still tours and. Hmm. Kind of like a newer version of a you know Leonard Skinner type tunes. Did you ever watch Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Those shows were it's on all HBO great. Max, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Okay, so I lied. Travis picking is similar to what I said, but they have the the thumb pick. So is that it? makes me think banjo. Yeah, the thumb but it's guitar. pick. Is it a pick that so, goes on your thumb? Yeah, yeah. so it's yeah. like you slide it over your thumb like a ring. It just looks and like a big long fingernail kind of. This first knuckle, and then the pick like hangs off the side at like almost a 90 degree angle. Oh, you're going oh like I understand. That. And then you're yeah. going like this. Yep. And then, but it is still what I said. It's the finger picking with the pick. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, did you ever see, have you seen the, uh, the gamer's chopsticks? Have you seen these things? Mm-hmm. They slide over your fingers. And they're only maybe about a couple inches long, yep. but they look like chopsticks. And so you can, you as you're gaming, you can pick up chips like Cheetos, so you don't get your fingers so all you dirty. You don't get your fingers all dirty, and you don't get it on your controller. <laughs> but it slides over your your pointer and your naughty finger, you know, to eat to chips quote, or whatever. Um, 80s comedian, superstar, sensationalist Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> what a country <laughs> that we can have, Chip. Right. 
Look, finger attachment so you don't get your video game You don't want to get your controller cheesy. all cheetoed up. My cheesy poofs. Man. Right. That's a what real a thing. Oh, Think yeah. of everything. Hey, that's a real problem. It is. You don't want, How are you going to get chip dust out of your toggle button or whatever? Or like your keyboard, yeah. even? Did Come you on. say lick? No. Mm-hmm. I said, or like your keyboard. Oh, they said lick, you can your, lick keyboard. your keyboard. No, that's, that's probably the most sanitary thing you can do is lick a keyboard. I would rather lick a toilet seat. I'd like somebody else's keyboard. Than a, yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Mm. All right, so TripAdvisor, I looked up this brewery. I, I really should have looked up the uh, the nine-pound bar the nine pound ha- port room nine oh, pound yeah, the place, hammer bar restaurant bar yeah, yeah. But i looked up this place so five out of five <laughs> on 45 reviews so every every one of their reviews has been five out of five um here's the title if you are a beer lover and even if you are not this is a fun and friendly place so i think it, it, it kind of relates to all the anyone who may be listening to the podcast if you're a traveling healthcare professional if you're just an average joe whatever you want to go to a fun place this is this would be the place for you yes Beer is the emphasis. I am not particularly a beer lover. This person, not me, obviously. Okay. But this is a great way to have a couple of sips of various beers to possibly find one that you like. We did it with a group of friends, which made it a fun social outing as well. So I agree. Sounds perfect. I went to our local spot this weekend to stock up okay. my fridge because I hadn't been shopping in a while. Mm-hmm. And we've had holidays and I had two kids birthday parties at my house yep. so i've had family in and uh, the beer goes quick they ravaged your uh, beer yeah. selection so i it was it was you know bare bones in there mm-hmm. so i went and stocked up and i went on saturday it was at like 12 30 one o'clock before okay. some before uh, everything got busy at my house yep and i just thought man i miss this yeah. i miss going to a place with my wife no kids, no mm-hmm. coronavirus. Yep. Sitting at a brewery, tasting beers, just talking, shooting the shit, mm-hmm. eating some pretzels, overpriced, whatever, who cares? No matter. This is what you did. Yep. That's what we used to do. Gosh. And that was like the first time in a long time it hit me. I was just like, oh, I miss this. Five people in the brewery, mm-hmm. you know, no line, sit wherever you want. It was yep. a beautiful day outside. It's just like, oh, I miss this. Man. Yeah, and I bought my to-go beers and ran out of there. And my N95 out. mask on. Wow, that's just me. One of these days, hopefully this year. Hopefully we can get back to that. And you never know. I hope you never know. So, Untapped. Uh, I still haven't signed up for the premium Untapped yet, so I only see ten thousand check-ins. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's ten thousand and one or ten thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. <laughs> yeah, it's still ten thousand. Where do you think we land on this one? I think this is going to be a three point eight six. I'm going to go 378. 380. Oh, you were close. Oh, right really in close. there. Right in there. So I like it. As, a, as porters go, I don't know if I'm generally a porter fan. They don't necessarily do anything for me. But this was good. This was roasty, malty. If, if we had this available, I would definitely buy some. Mm-hmm. And I don't buy porters usually. But this, the roastiness of it was nice. It was a little thicker than normal. Not mm-hmm. so thin. Um, 6.5 is you know feasible. Yeah. It was good. It's what you want a, a porter to be. Yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit. So, all right, next week, uh, right as of recording time, the uh, Northeast is buried in snow. Yes, it is. Uh, but when I was there, it was beautiful, and uh, I brought back a uh, a stout 
for us to do. Okay. So we have a stout for next week from Trillium, hey. which I don't think we've ever done a Trillium beer by itself. I don't think so. Necessarily, so... I don't know if we've done one at all. Have we? Um, Maybe. I don't know. We'd have to look through the archives. Maybe. Yeah. this. I don't know. It could be our first one. So anyway, coffee cake stout, no less. So okay. we're going we're gonna to see. I figured Brian would be amicable to that. I'll drink it if I have to. Yes. <laughs> <Nice. laughs> All right, fellas, suck it. We ain't going anywhere for a while. <laughs> Let's have another beer. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing. <laughs>